Future Talk. This is Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hani Balkis. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Balqis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know when it comes to what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Monday, March 7th, and let me tell you something, it is hot. Oh, 100%. I feel like we're already in summer, spring has been long gone right here in the UAE. Lots and lots is in store right here on today's show, and we cannot wait to get started on the content that we have in store for everyone. Started Starting out with a little bit of an alert, especially if you are living right here in the UAE and you use a lot of the social media services when it comes to finishing up any government entity services that you may need. Because recently we were talking about government services now being applicable and available online, whether it was through WhatsApp or any other medium. But there is also a lot of scammers that have been making the most out of it. How can you catch when a government service that is being done over a social media platform is fake? And what are police warning us against? We're going to be giving you all those details in just a few moments. Yes, and ladies and gentlemen, the clock is ticking as tomorrow is the Apple event. And we're going to tell you guys how to watch the event and what to expect. So we are we do know that Apple does have around two events per year and one in the beginning of the year and one towards the end of the year, which most likely will be in September. And this year we might be looking at, you know, Apple watches, maybe some type of, uh, you know, uh, laptops, updates on that and the iPads. And then towards the end of the year, obviously the phone. So we will be giving you all that information in just a few. Yes, indeed. Coming up on today's show as well, we are going to be talking all about the world of the metaverse as well as the world of NFTs because one of the biggest exhibitions when it comes to NFTs is currently taking place in the House of Wisdom in the heart of Sharjah. And we are going to be joined by some of the organizers at that event as well as the curator of the event. Gateway to the metaverse has been taking place and will continue to take place until the month of April. And we are are very excited to get to share with you how this exhibition has actually been bridging the gap between traditional artwork and digital artwork. What are NFTs? How are they actually making the process of artists portraying their work a lot easier? We're going to be giving you all those details in just a few moments. Yes, a lot going on on the show today. And also we're talking about mobile phones and how you can take them apart and repair them yourself. Now, the right to repair a move that has been, you know, blasting the EU when it does come to Apple and Samsung. And now we will be telling you guys all about it in just a few. A lot going on today's show, so you don't want to miss out any second of it. We're taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking all about fraud alerts right here in the UAE. Daily Digital News. Bits and bytes connect our world. Social media has a great way in easing certain services right here in the UAE, whether it is government services or even buying, selling certain items off of different uh, platforms. A lot of them have been actually depending heavily on social media. But with the good, we also get the bad. And there's has, there has been a fraud alert that was issued by the UAE police warning us against a lot of social media accounts offering fake government services. And a lot of residents who were actually seeking these services in various emirates have actually been reporting a lot of complaints to the police officers after being or actually being subjected to fraud. So what can we do and how can we actually find out if we are a victim of such fraud? We're going to be giving you all those details right now. Yes, now ladies and gentlemen, victims falling prey to scammers advertising on social media platforms as representatives of licensed companies that are specialized 
incompleting government services are unfortunately on the rise. Now, several residents right here in the UAE who did seek those services in return for a nominal fee have actually lodged police complaints after being defrauded. Now, authorities have confirmed right here in the UAE that fake representatives are posting on behalf of these licensed companies and they are mostly specialized in completing residency procedures, vehicle licensing, apartment rental contracts, enrollment of children in schools. And unfortunately, this has deceived many residents right here in the UAE. Now, these victims actually found out that they had been targeted by fraudsters who did steal large sums of money from their official transactions that were not completed. Now, we've been looking at fraudsters and scammers, uh, you know, on the rise, especially ever since, you know, the start of COVID-19 pandemic. So let's say, uh, you know, around this time in 2020. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, even just yesterday, a very well-known uh, Instagram page that a lot of people frequent right here in the UAE, uh, you know, uh, it goes by Levin, uh, you know, and um, what happened was mm -hmm. that they were doing a competition and uh, a fake account came up and approached the people that, you know, did these competitions or, or uh, you know, uh, of it. heard of it and mm -hmm. said, hey, you know what, to get, you know, uh, your spot a little bit better, uh, you're going to have to pay a small fee of 1500 dirhams. Just go to this website, mm -hmm. put your credit card number, blah, 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 and you're done. So not only government uh, things, but also, you know, uh, community Instagram pages right here in the country. You know, these Instagram pages are not run by any government official. They're run by, uh, you know, people and, uh, you know, they're just licensed companies. But again, they're still being frauded as well. Absolutely. Now, Major General Saif Ashamsi, actually, who is a commander in chief of Sharjah Police, has been warning a lot of residents against dealing with unofficial accounts on social media or even giving any type of personal information because fraudsters are actually looking for this information to be able to use it to blackmail any victims into getting their money. He also stated that most of those people who belong to organized fraud networks tend to use those social network platforms to basically conduct their activities. They tend to target families and young people because they know that these would actually be the most susceptible to falling victims for such uh, uh, uh -huh, yeah. damages. Yeah. Now, he also stressed that if the account that we are actually WhatsApping, let's say, is a number that is originating outside the country, that goes to show it's... 99.9% not going to be a government service that is offering you this uh, service throughout this channel. So make sure that whenever you are, let's say, using any service on WhatsApp, that you're looking at whether or not the account is actually official. If it's a business account or a personal account, that's kind of one of the biggest um, ways to find out if whoever you are dealing with is actually the person that they're assuming to be. And best of all, make sure that whenever you are logging to any social media account to conduct a government service that you are logging into let's say for example google or the ministry of interior's website before going ahead and whatsapping a certain number or reaching out on any of the platforms just to make sure that it is the official account that you are going ahead and reaching out to yes be rude to these people you know it's not you know bad to be rude to them especially if you know you are uh, having uh, you know doubts, second guesses yeah. or doubts regarding the authenticity or, uh, you know, the originality of these people. You know, uh, for example, I have gotten calls from a bank and saying, hey, <laughs> you know, we just need you to update your Emirates ID real quick. Can we have, you know, your credit card number first and then update it? I'm like, sure, I'll just call them back. I'll call the real number back. Mm -hmm. I'll call my bank and make sure he's like, why? I'm like, what do you mean why? I need, I'll call you. No, he said, do it right now. I said, why would I do it right now? 
He said, I'll just call the bank. Your bank will never ask for your exactly. credit card details. That's another thing. He's like, no, you can do it right now. Anyways, <laughs> long story short, I made this guy frustrated and he insulted <laughs> me. And he was like, you know, what? I'm like, yeah, try again. You know, that sense of urgency that they create is honestly one of the biggest ways to find out that if it's real or yeah, fake. Exactly. You know, if, if I was a, you know, customer service mm. representative and, you know, you'd be willing the, to wait. Yeah. The customer is like, hey, I'll come in. A, I'm like, oh, I don't care. <laughs> Do whatever you want. It's your bank account, not mine. You know, you need to update it or your funds are going to be locked. True. Right. But again, these people are obviously scam artists and that what they do. Hopefully you guys will all be safe. And again, ladies and gentlemen, remember, if anything, if even if it's on, online, call the entity, call, say, hey, I got a message. Is this true? You know, don't be don't be a sleeping giant. Just, you know, go and see what is going on. But ladies and gentlemen, we are taking a short break. And when we come back, we're talking all about the Apple event that is happening tomorrow and what to expect and how to watch it. Only these details will be here on Future Talk. So keep it locked. Future Talk. This is Future Talk. With Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. The exhibition that is introducing every citizen living right here in Sharjah and the rest of the UAE to the world of NFTs and the metaverse. Gateway to the metaverse has officially started from the beginning of March and it's going to be carrying on until mid-April. And we're so excited to get to see the bridge that is going to be happening and transformation that will be taking place in the art landscape. We're basically looking at a new connection happening between traditional artwork and digital artwork. And who better to talk to us all about it than Stefano Favarito, who is actually the co-founder of Global Art Exhibition. It's a multidisciplinary global project that is connecting talents and curating the exhibition at Sharjah's House of Wisdom. Thanks a lot for joining us. Hi, everyone. Buongiorno a tutti. A little bit of my Italian. (laughs) Yes, welcome to the show. It is, you know, Stefano, first time right here in Sharjah. And, you know, we're very welcome to have him here. And, you know, Stefano, we'll go on with the first question. And I wanted to ask you, how does this exhibition bridge the gap between you know the world of traditional art and the world of digital art? Actually, what we tried to do here was to bring s- more than 60 artists coming from all around the world mm-hmm. uh, uh, that were matching with 15 local artists or more collective. So if you go to the exhibition, you will see some physical artworks uh, of the local artists. And near, uh, near the artworks hanging on the wall, you will see uh, a screen with the digital artwork of mm-hmm. the same artist having mm-hmm. also the physical artworks and uh, matching with our artists that are just digital. So we try to put together the both part, mm-hmm. the physical artworks and the NFT uh, digital artworks. Mm-hmm. And we will see later that uh, the gap between these two kind of art is not so, so far away. Yes. Mm. Now, I wanted to ask you, how do you think the older generation will, you know, get used to this new type of art? You know, artists back, you know, 30, 40 <laughs> years ago, they paint on a canvas and they'll present their art. But now we're looking at a whole different ball game. Do you think, you know, the older generation, they will get used to the new generation? Uh, that's a really good question because uh, I think the new generation, the old generation, uh, are not so much used to this kind of art, but they are learning. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm also of a, an older generation, <laughs> so I was able to learn because I'm an artist. But uh, uh, for example, when I go to the exhibition, I saw many people that are not uh, so young anymore uh, that are really learning about that. So, so I think uh, also people <laughs> uh, that are part of the older generation, they have the possibility to create uh, something in the NFT. That's uh, the wonder of the NFT, in my mm-hmm. opinion. 
That's amazing, especially because it's currently taking place at the House of Wisdom, which honestly, it's one of the biggest examples right here in the heart of Sharjah when it comes to bridging the gap between different ages and different backgrounds and cultures. Now, I wanted to ask you about the different themes that are currently being covered at the exhibition. What can people expect? Oh, we try to cover many themes as possible, uh, from the so-called collectibles uh, to the drawings, to abstract uh, painters, uh, uh, to fashion world, to music world. Mm -hmm. So we try really to cover many fields as possible that are uh, part of the NFT world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, again, no, you know, NFTs are fairly new. Now there's there's a lot of craze going on in NFTs. I personally also I'm trying to get into the NFT world and we have our very own uh, videographer. He's always on, you know, I think it's called uh, OpenSea. Uh, it's a website where you can buy NFTs. He's always looking and, you know, it's a very big you know, opportunity to also admire the art. But as again, you know, Everyone wants to make a little bit of money, right? <laughs> so again, it's also a very good business aspect as well. Absolutely. Um, Stefano, I wanted to ask you more about the concept of NFT. So as Hani mentioned, it's been getting a lot of hype, but some people are still confused by what it is. Um, we hear people constantly, you know, saying what the abbreviation stands for, non-fungible tokens. But a lot of people are worried about the safety of using it, buying artwork by using NFTs. So do you have kind of an explanation to calm down the fears of many when it comes to buying any artwork by using NFTs. Sure. First of all, I, I would like to try to explain you in an easy way what NFTs are because many people are scared about them mm -hmm. and then they mm -hmm. don't understand really the concept. You can imagine NFT as a, co a kind of package mm -hmm. where you have your digital file. This file is associated to a, a token, a cryptocurrency token that is a kind of code, is an mm -hmm. alphanumerical code that is associated to this file. So this file is becoming unique because this code is unique. You can't repeat it. Yeah. No? That's why it's, it's called non-fungible. Mm -hmm. no? And you put that in a smart contract. So that is a, is a kind of contract where you can s you can say that you are the owner of the of the NFT and also the creator of that. Mm -hmm. So it's giving a kind of certificate of unicity. It's becoming mm -hmm. some something unique. That's why a collector are getting crazy. Mm. I love it. So it's actually safer than what a lot of people tend to think. Mm. Yes, of course. Of course, you have to pay main attention because mm. we are in, a, in the cryptocurrency world where we can have some scams. Of 100%, yeah. Of course. Absolutely. Taking a short break, but when we come back, we will be continuing the conversation and getting to see this exhibition through the eyes of Stefano, as well as Anna Seaman, who's actually going to be joining us over Zoom to talk to us more about what this exhibition has to offer. Future Talk. This is Future Talk with Omnia Al-Saleh and Hani Balkis. Sharjah is entering the world of NFTs and giving us a gateway to the metaverse with the latest exhibition. It's the first of its kind right here in the heart of Sharjah and it's taking place at the House of Wisdom. It started out on the 1st of March and it's going to be taking place up until the 15th of April. And what an exciting exhibition it is. It's actually been giving everyone the chance to get to see the works of over 60 international and 15 local artists working in the digital and crypto art world. Joining us today are actually two of the best people to get to talk to us and share with us and take us through this exhibition through their eyes. Stefano Favarito, who is actually the co-founder of the Global Art Exhibition, as well as Anna Seaman, curator of Moro Collective that works with galleries, artists and museums to introduce them to the world of NFT, as well as giving them a premium service for new and existing collectors. Anna, it's such a great honor to have you with us today on the show. Thank you for having me, Omnia. 
It's great to have you. Now, you know, we want to ask about the first question about what a lot of people, it's on a lot of people's mind. And it's, you know, minting NFTs. And we do know that NFTs can be used in many genres apart from the traditional format of artwork. But what are other some type of digital files that can be also minted as NFTs? Well, I mean, thank you for the question, Hani, and thanks for welcoming me on the show. The, the, the word NFT just relates to the digital coding that mm -hmm. you give on the blockchain to a, a file. So as you mentioned, what, what we're working with mostly in this exhibition is artwork. So they could be JPEGs or MP4s, um, any kind of digital file, even a GIF. But actually, NFTs can be used for anything that um, can be translated digitally. So whether that is um, an MP3, a music file, or um, basically just yeah, almost anything. I'm sorry, the, I'm stumbling because the possibilities are limitless when it yeah. comes to the technology <laughs> behind NFTs. Absolutely. Now, artworks of more than 60 international artists and 15 local artists are currently on, on display at the exhibition. What are some of the big names that visitors can expect whenever they are heading to the exhibition? Well, I mean, the exhibition, as you've discussed, is a, is a collaboration of global artists and locally based artists. Um, what we at Moro Collective, we have helped to source the local based artists. So we have artists such as Khaled Albanda, who is quite a well-known Sharjah um, local, actually. Mm -hmm. And um, also we have other artists from the UAE, uh, Dalal Ahmed, she's one of our uh, star Emirati artists. Mm -hmm. And we also have quite a few emerging artists, um, Magda, Magda Malkoon, for example, and uh, Pooja Tijwari, who actually goes under the name of 1-800-Weirdo. Um, mm. These are people who are exhibiting NFTs for the first time. Yeah, so there's a real um, real sort of breadth of um, talent, of style, and of also of experience. And that's why we're really proud to be bringing this exhibition to Sharjah. That's amazing. Stefano, I wanted to get your feedback. Any big names that you think people should go ahead and look out for when they are visiting the exhibition? Uh, beside me, of course, I'm also <laughs> <laughs> of the exhibition. We have really big names. We have uh, Parin Haidari, that is an Iranian artist. Uh, she was also displayed on the Time magazine. We have Food Masco, that is a performer. She's under the, under the 100 most sold artists. And in the second round, we will have many, many interesting, important artists like uh, the Re Richard Bernstein uh, Foundation, that he was the creator with Andy Warhol of the pop art. And we will also have the long neck uh, Naila, this is a very, um, she was a really a sold out, uh, very good sold out artist, for example. That's amazing. Um, yes, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm so excited to get to see everyone's reactions whenever they visit the exhibition. I want to get a little bit personal and we'll start with Stefano. What is your favorite piece of artwork? Oh, that's a difficult question. <laughs> I want. I'm, I'm creating problems on the air. So when he goes back, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a lot of problems because I say something wrong, <laughs> people will kill me. <laughs> no, I personally love a lot of photography in mm -hmm. the NFT world because I'm a photographer also, and uh, I have also I also like many collectibles. Some are really funny to me. You, know? you like the collectibles, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Anna, what is uh, anything you've seen that you've liked? Well, I mean, yeah, again, it's difficult to choose. I love them all, but what I love the most has been the um, the collaboration. Sorry, the the dialogue between the artists. Mm -hmm. So when you have two artists who have never met each other before, like we had a uh, Marco Veronozzi and Hazem Harb, and we found that they that they really gel in everything that they're trying to say to um, to their audiences. I feel like the artwork really 
kind of comes to life even more when that happens. That's I did ask my daughter the same question though. I have to say quickly, and there was a piece <laughs> of uh, a, a piece about she's six, and the, the, there was a unicorn piece, and that was her favorite. Aww. So I'll also go with that. <laughs> amazing, amazing. That's so sweet. Um, taking a short break, but when we come back, we will start talking about the bidding process of an NFT artwork. How can you go ahead and get your very own if you are visiting the exhibition and you happen to find a piece that you really, really love and want to take home? How can you take it home in a different format now that everything has been digitized? If you have any questions for Anna Seaman and Stefano Favoretto, feel free to share them with us at 4215. Do it a lot or slide into our DMs at Pulse25 Radio. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnia Al-Saleh and Hany Balkis. NFTs definitely show how art imitates life, and so much of our art nowadays has definitely been lived online. We are constantly consuming social media, we're constantly consuming content online, and therefore, the gateway to the Metaverse exhibition that is currently taking place at the Sharjah House of Wisdom is a great example of how digital art and traditional art will be merged together. It is currently running up until the 15th of April, and it's featuring artworks by a diverse group of local as well as international artists and we're very excited to have with us on the show today Stefano Favarito, who is actually the co-founder of Global Art Exhibition as well as Anna Seaman, curator of Moro Collective that has been working with different galleries, artists and museums to introduce them to the world of NFTs. Thank you so much, uh, both of you, for joining us today. It's been such a great honor to have this conversation with you. Yes, now let's talk some money and let's <laughs> talk about, you know, the process uh, when it does come to bidding for the NFT artwork that is displayed at the exhibition. And let's say I'm walking through the exhibition and I want to check out the prices of this beautiful artwork. You know, how would the process go? Anna, Stefano, whoever wants oh, to you know, take, uh, <laughs> take the lead. It's all yours. Ladies first. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. So um, each, bar, each NFT that you see on display in the House of Wisdom has a QR code mm -hmm. next to it or, or embedded into the screen. You can scan that and it will take you to a link, um, take you to a link on a website called OpenSea, which is like an open marketplace and where most of the NFTs are bought and sold. Mm -hmm. um, now, I can't speak for all of Stefano's pieces. I'll let him answer. But um, I know that we have done with Moro, we've done some of them as listed pieces, which means they, they don't actually go to auction. They have a price already, a listed mm -hmm. price, which is in Ethereum, the cryptocurrency that we use. Mm -hmm. And others are open for bidding. We find um, at Moro Collective, because we're dealing with um, a regional audience and a lot of people, um, as you mentioned, still not exactly sure about NFTs and cryptocurrency and how they work. So we have found that people prefer to know how much something costs rather than to, to bid on it. Um, so we have, as I said, listed a lot of the pieces, especially from the newer, newer emerging artists mm -hmm. who feel more comfortable with that. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's basically how it works. Obviously, the, the, the logistics behind buying an NFT mean you do have to ha own some cryptocurrency and something called a crypto wallet, which, um, I mean, they're not actually that complicated. But again, it's new vocabulary for people and um, a different way, um, I guess, to, to buy art. 100%. And the, the best part about it is that the fact that it's happening right here in Sharjah and in the UAE, people are starting to adapt to it a lot faster. So I wanted to get your input on it, Stefano. In your opinion, which is easier for the public to kind of grasp? Is it the bidding concept for any artwork or having a set price for it? In my opinion, it's much better to see the fixed price uh, for mm. people 
but as uh, already Anna mentioned, we have two is both possibility. You no know, one is to have the fixed price and one to put uh, the artworks on auction. But uh, there is also a kind of difference because if you put the fixed price, uh, mm. the collector is paying the gas fee you know, when they are going to buy uh, the artworks. If uh, you uh, put the artworks on auction, so is the artist paying the gas fee. This is mm. a great difference that, uh, uh, that the artists, already, of course, know. 100%. Yeah, it, you know, again, uh, the, the, the funds or whatever is going, or the money is going straight to the artist. You know, there's no middleman. It's great. And again, it does give a platform for the artist to, again, you know, showcase. And we've seen a lot of scenarios online where, you know, young kids, they're on their iPad, they're doing digital art. And, you know, the parents are like, well, it looks great. <laughs> Let's put it on, you know, OpenSea or the platform. And they're, you know, people are buying it. They like it. Just like, you know, uh, Stefano, he likes uh, collectible items. Some people like the very authentic artwork that... For them, you see it as one meaning, but, you know, Omni sees it, for example, as another meaning. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anna, I wanted to get your input on the following topic. So a lot of people tend to kind of view the digital field of NFT as just a medium that you can mm-hmm. use to display your artwork. But others actually use NFTs as an inspiration for their very own artwork. So what is your what are your thoughts on it? Which one do you think uh, makes more sense using NFTs as a medium or having it be a source of inspiration for any artwork? Interesting question, you know, this one. I've been thinking about it. I mean, I actually, sorry to, to not choose either path. I choose both. Mm-hmm. I think, first of all, NFTs are a tool. So for people who are working in digital art, photography, or, or any kind of digital painting or artwork, NFTs are um, simply a tool to reach wider audiences and um, obviously more collectors around the world. And that's absolutely brilliant because before NFTs, it was really difficult to give value to any digital file because obviously it could just be easy copied Mm -hmm. Um, but I do think that artists who are not necessarily working in this medium or even if they are um, they still find inspiration from the world of NFTs because NFT the NFT community is really strong and one of the reasons that NFTs have become so popular around the world is because of this community Mm -hmm. and I think that people working in digital art in physical art in traditional art any kind of art to be honest um, can come to the NFT community and and find inspiration they find for example they don't have to worry now about physical um, barriers you know like like paint or or, mm. or hanging something on the wall or even transporting it so um that's something and again maybe they can work with sound or animation or things that they hadn't thought about before so answering your question i i have to say it's probably both i think that mm. we're all inspired and um at the same time we already um can benefit from using this really useful tool. Absolutely. And we've definitely seen a lot of artwork actually portrayed at this exhibition where from what I've seen, there was one artist that actually used TikTok as an inspiration for his own Mm -hmm. NFT work. So I wanted to get your thoughts on it, Stefano. Do you find it as merely a medium or sometimes a source of inspiration? As Anna already said, I think also both possibility, but it's something more complex that the creator can use you can imagine uh, which 
how, how great possibilities to, to become decentralized where as you as creator can become the manager of yourself uh, without uh, a gallerist or curator you can sell your artworks or you can connect to your nfts uh, uh, some utilities that the collectors can have for example so i think uh, nft is really a bigger possi possibility uh, is offering a bigger possibility that is not just a tool in my opinion mm, that's really uh, I, nice. i love it you know and again you know the artwork that you can see and you know going to one of the platforms that anna did mention and open you know amazing 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 artwork and it does you know open even someone who's not an artist you know open their eyes and say hey maybe i want to get into this world of you know creating art and showcasing my art and sharing you know with people the community the same type of you know vision that each and each each one of us has so again you know i really like it and i like how we're looking at you know the new digital age of nfts and you know unfortunately now i do feel like i'm more inclined <laughs> to buy an nft so i will be you know uh, browsing through the house of wisdom and maybe you know going through open sea and getting my hands on one because you know i've been just looking right now and there's so many cool things that you know are up you know to get absolutely um anna stefano one piece of advice for any artists that may be tuning into us right now if they are not yet into the world of nfts do you think that you know five years down the line if you're not if your artwork is not displayed as an nft that it's basically going to be lost and long gone what are what is your advice for someone who wants to get into the field but maybe feels a little bit afraid Okay, first I have to say I never I never think that the NFT world will replace the world of a physical artwork mm -hmm. because there is nothing that can you know the experience of standing in front of a hand something that's been painted by hand or crafted you know uh, is different completely. Mm -hmm. But I would say um, to any artist who's thinking about it, definitely go for it. But also remember always to follow your instinct and follow your artistic journey because don't just don't force yourself into something that you think just because you know it's popular right now mm -hmm. but in, but learn about it look at what's um you know what tools are out there for you and the and any advice that you can get and uh, join the community listen to what other people have to say and um yeah make friends that's amazing wise words what about you stefano any word yes i'm agree with anna that probably we will see a parallel development between uh, the physical artwork and nft but uh, i suggest uh, all the artists also to join the nft because it, it can be really a great possibility and the best way to do that as i already mentioned is to be part of this community learning 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 <laughs> at the beginning it will be a little bit confused like uh, it was <laughs> for me but uh, slowly it becomes more familiar mm -hmm. and it's not so much different what you can do than the physical art or you can keep your concept your artistic research is the same just you create a digital file associated with the token so that's amazing anna Simon, stefano favorito it's been such a great honor having you both on the show thank you so much for joining us thank you Amir. thanks a lot for inviting us yes it was great having you guys and you know open the conversation of nfts and again uh, thank you guys so much for taking time out of your day and coming on to the show with Absolutely. us. And everyone who wants to go ahead and check out the first ever NFT exhibition taking place right here in the heart of Sharjah, you can go ahead and head to the House of Wisdom. Not only is it a beautiful, beautiful monument to get to witness, you'll also get a chance to enter the world of the metaverse as well as NFTs taking place every single day up until the 15th of April. This does mark the end of Future Talk, but our shows on Pulse95 are continuing with everyone. Coming up is the halftime show, the only 
place to be at three with the man himself, Omar al-Duri. He has a packed show in store for everyone, covering everything from mental health to physical health, as well as the world of sports. It's a show that you don't want to miss out on. Yes, and ladies and gentlemen, we're going to see you guys tomorrow. Same time, same place, only here on Pulse. 95.